Everybody knows who that God is. But do you really know who God is? If you do, what is his name? Hi, my name is Oluchi Adjogu and you're welcome to this week's episode of Enrich. It is another time to get our lives enriched with God's word. Season 1, Episode 6. Today we'll be looking at and finding out what the eternal name of God is. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for another opportunity to learn of you. We ask that you open our hearts, open our ears, Lord. Let us see you in a new way. Let us understand more about you through this episode. In Jesus' name, amen. Just as we have our names as our means of identification, God has his own name. Oftentimes we call him names like the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Yes, he is all that. All those are, all those depict his character and his attributes. But what is God's personal name? What does he introduce himself as? Now, the Bible passage for this study is Exodus chapter 3. It starts with Moses keeping his father-in-law's flocks, but we will do a backstory of Moses. Now from chapter 2, we come to know about Moses' parents. Moses' father's name was Amram. He was of the tribe of the Levites. And the Levites were the priestly tribe. And Amram married a woman called Jochebed. She became pregnant and bore a son. When she saw that the child was exceedingly beautiful, she hid him three months because it was the era where the king of Egypt, that's Pharaoh, charged all the people to cast every son born to the Hebrews into the river now because he feared, or rather the Egyptians feared that the Israelites would outnumber them and overpower them. So that was the period in which Moses was born. Moses was found along the riverbank by Pharaoh's daughter who came to bathe. Miriam, who was Moses' sister, was on the lookout and when she saw that Pharaoh's daughter had pity on the child and decided to keep him, she suggested to Pharaoh's daughter to call a Hebrew woman that would nurse the child. Pharaoh's daughter accepted the suggestion and Miriam called Moses' mother to nurse baby Moses. So Moses was nursed by his mother. Now Moses grew. And one day he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew. He looked left, he looked right, and when there was no one coming, he killed the Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. The next day he saw two Hebrews fighting, and he approached them to tell them that they were brothers and they shouldn't be fighting. Now the one who was wrong brought up Moses' secret, which was that he killed an Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. Moses was scared because if Pharaoh he knew that if Pharaoh heard of it, he would kill him. Actually, Pharaoh got to hear of it and sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled and sought refuge. He found refuge in the land of Midian. He ended up marrying one of the daughters of the priest of Midian. Now the children of Israel were still in bondage and they kept crying to God. This was after a long time, nearly 40 years. God heard them and remembered them. So I just did a summary of chapter 2. Let's move over to chapter 3. 
Moses was keeping his father's his father-in-law's flocks in the wilderness and he came to Horeb the mountain of God there the angel of God appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush this bush was burning but it was not consumed when Moses saw this he decided to move closer he turned aside to see what the great sight was how would the bush be burning and it is not consumed Moses turned aside this is a lesson for us it is only when we turn aside that we can behold God it is only when we turn from our sins that we can behold the mighty sight and the mighty God a lot of us might feel that God doesn't speak to us God doesn't talk to us but that is because we have not turned aside it was when Moses decided to turn aside God saw that and God called him now God called Moses and Moses answered this is another lesson for us God is calling but some of us have refused to answer when God calls at times we humans logically try to explain to him why we can't answer him Moses answered God and it was when Moses answered God then God gave him an instruction which was that he shouldn't come near and he should put his shoes off his feet after this God began to introduce himself to Moses he said I am the God of your father the God of Abraham the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob you would not get to know God if you've not first turned aside second listened like I said God is calling but we have to listen to the call we have to answer it take that call we have to keep his instruction and when we do this he now in that's when he would introduce himself to us so Moses turned aside Moses listened to the call he answered and God gave him the instruction God also told Moses that he has seen the affliction of his people who are in Egypt and he has come to deliver them he asked Moses to come now therefore I would keep picking lessons before we arrive on our main aim for the story another lesson here is if God is looking for a man if God is looking for a woman would he call you have you made yourself available to be called God wanted to deliver his people that were in Egypt and he called Moses now Moses said to God who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt if I were Moses I would ask the same question like why me but then God said something to Moses he said I would surely be with you God doesn't call the qualified he calls those who listens to him equips them and goes with them he said to Moses I would surely be with you this is a very interesting story with a lot of lessons for us Christians to learn Moses went ahead to ask God he said if I come to the Israelites and tell them what you've told me the God of Abraham of Isaac and of Jacob has sent me and they ask me what is his name what shall I tell them I remember growing up my mom would always tell me if someone gives you a message always ask that person for his or her name so when you're relating the message it will be clear who sent you now that was what Moses did he wanted to know who was sending him he wanted to know God's name in other words he asked God 
Who are you? What is your name? Then God said to him, I am who I am. I am what I am, and I will be what I will be. You shall say this to the Israelites, I am has sent you. You shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me. This is my name forever, and by this name I am to be remembered to all generations. So, what is God's name? He is the I am. His name is I am. I am means that God is self-sufficient and self-existent. He needs no other means of help to do anything he wants to do. He has always existed. He said he is what he is and he will be what he'll be. Now to come to know God as the I am means to know him as the ever-present God. He did not say I was or I might be or I would soon be. He said I am because he is in control, always has and always will be. He is the ever-present God and we have to know him in the present and not in the past. And you can't know God in the present unless you come to him daily, unless you come to him every time by worship, through his word and by prayers. He said, I am that I am. Now that is a word used as a definite adjective pointing to a certain person or thing before mentioned or supposed to be understood. That was used by God to reemphasize who he is and what he said to Moses. Some versions would say, some versions of the Bible would say, I am who I am. Who is a word that acts for the identity of something. Now God used this word to clear the question Moses probably had in his mind when he said, I am. God is the I am. I am who I am. God introduced himself with his eternal name, which is what we've come to learn today. And his personal name, his eternal name is I am. He goes ahead to show himself with this name and also uses seven other metaphors to introduce himself. We will take the first in the next episode. I'm so glad to go through this part every week with you. You wouldn't want to miss the next episode. Stay tuned and stay blessed.